BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. What is up, everybody? Davis, Maddock, and I are back for one last drafter stream. Maybe we do one next week, but probably not. Uh, Davis, how are you doing today, man? You know, I'm doing. I'm doing great. We are. I. I just have. I have. Um. I've succumbed to the sickness. It's just like if I'm not drafting, I feel like I'm wasting time. You know, like if I'm getting sick of it, there's eight more days. Like I can. I can hold out. You know, so like I, can, I can just I can just power through. Here's where I am. I ordered a new 49 inch curved screen monitor that is going to get here today. So I've been holding off on my last. I think I need like 80 more of the DraftKings five dollar ones. So I'm going to literally like try to like 10 table those because um, I, I want to spend as least amount of time doing those DK ones as possible. But. I just need to get like the volume in and try not to auto. Same with drafters where I'm at a better number there. I'm at like 90. I want to get to 150. Um, people who want to draft with us today, do not jump in the draft right away. We're going to look at my exposure list and go through some hits and misses of the portfolio and get some of Davis's reactions before we jump right into the draft. Um Davis, how many more, like, do you have it mapped out how many more drafts you're doing? Or is it just balls to the wall? Let's see how many I can get it. So my plan is to wrap up. I have 14 left in Best Ball Mania 3. Easy. My, my plan is to probably get that done by today's Wednesday, get that done by Friday. I think that's a mistake, man, because I think this weekend – with it being Labor Day, it could be like the softest drafts we've seen all. Yeah, I, I, you, this is your, this is your whole theory. Your whole theory is that like there are GTO times of the day to draft or whatever. And so like, what, what is the average expected value of one of these drafts? You know, $25. Uh, hey man, I, it's thin, but I try to attack every, like for, for people wondering, giving you a bit of behind the scenes, Davis and I and Kyle Dvorak have been going at it about what time and when to draft our FFBC main event. I was like, hey, let's do it right now. We got information. We don't need these fish to get uh, content creators to tell them this guy got cut or this is how it played out. Like, I don't want any of that. Um, I feel good about my takes right now. Davis and Kyle wanted a convenient time for them to draft, which heavy eye roll from me, but we capitulated. We are doing next Tuesday. Don't know if that will be uh, streamed or pre-recorded maybe pre-recorded so we can more freely talk about our thoughts um but what do you think about all that davis <laughs> well what i think is that you are missing the forest for the trees where the idea should just be to do as many drafts as possible and not sweat the three to five percent swangs in adp or, or in expected value either way and the idea should just be to do a lot of drafts well, I mean, to be clear, I'm going to max all the... I will max drafters. I will max underdog BBM3. I will max DK $5. Main event, I do not want to have 
$50,000 of drafts in. So I'm not going to max my main event. So that's sure. more about choosing when and where is the best time. And I don't know, maybe daytime it like, is some dude trying to squeeze? I'm telling you, I'm draft? telling you the the daytime, the daytime drafts are good because you're gonna get boomers in there during the daytime. That makes sense, but like, bro, I promise you, people are literally falling asleep in these nighttime drafts. Like the amount of times you catch someone who fully autos a draft is higher than you would think. Like they're having uh, we, two beers. We, we did one. We I did one with Pat and Pete and Gretch the other day where we had an auto. Yeah, and I mean I got some action down early on those the slows the 4th of July. So I got some teams from them. I have probably one of the only shares of Alvin Kamara in the, like I have a start that went uh, Mark Andrews and Swift. And then I got Kamara in the third at the, at the one twelve. Um, that felt pretty good, but let's jump into the exposures. Let's look at some of them on drafters and get some of your knee-jerk reactions. Um, definitely some big hits in my portfolio I feel good about. Some smaller misses. Any particular player names you want to see, or should I just kind of scroll through this list? I mean, Fant is terrible, obviously. Yeah, Fant is the guy, like, I feel really good about the first, uh, you know, Quez Watkins, whatever. Well, Hassan, obviously Hassan, this is, this is where you and I differentiate big philosophically, is you're taking huge stands on these guys late. And I am dart throwing on guys late, which is like obviously. Well, I also have Hilliard to be clear. Like I also a thirteen percent Hilliard. Like yeah, but it's Ju Julius Chestnut is the second running back there. Yeah, that's that is a possibility. I am. It's like, and I'm not. I I don't mean for people to think I'm like overly criticizing you, but and and to be I honest, it, I don't take it that way either. So like, if Hassan Haskins is this year's Eli Mitchell, it's like you've dusted me off, right? So like, the risk reward is totally worth it. And maybe I need to examine this more next season, but I tend to be more uh, kind of what I do. And I've talked about this with Corrine is like every week, a new guy becomes your 18th round guy, right? So to like be clear, I'm the same way. It's just with drafters. I did a lot of my action when I had COVID, I think. Sure, sure. And so my flavors of like, you could like Brian Robinson. I still feel good about this bag. I think he's playing this year. I have no news on that. I think he's playing. Well, but, he was you know. at he was at the team facility yesterday. It's it's at so I immediately started taking Gibson ahead of ADP after yeah, and, after. And the I news. think that's still smart to do. Well, they start out they start out playing the Jaguars and the Lions, so I think it could be bad long term, but I might get rewarded points wise or to begin the season. Yeah, and I mean, what's cool, guys, is you should be looking at this my ADP versus ADP column here. Like, you know, I have I have some dubs. I got 12% dubs at 191. That feels pretty good. I, I had um, when when dubs when like he started rising, I had like 15% dubs and now I have 8% dubs because I'm not fucking taking him in the 10th round. There's just no way. I have in some higher stakes drafts where I just don't want to be buried if he's the guy and like l l we literally have no leans. Well, big big difference that. between BBM three with four hundred thousand teams and and you know these the. I mean, all, I would take dubs in the ADP snapshot contest. Like I did 15 Pomeranians on Monday or whatever. The, the, yes. Yeah. Uh, great at, great at pick. 57. Um, we got a sharp comment the other week on our drafters stream that I wanted to bring up where a guy said, and I don't agree with this whole point, but he basically said like, feels like drafters is the sharpest place to draft at this point in time because since it's not as liquid as the other companies, the ADPs are really slow to change. And that is true. Yeah. I, I think um, I think drafters is sharp, but like there are some guys who their ADPs are still not caught up. And so, you know, with me saying it right now, it's not doing me, me any favors. Like Christian Watson, bit of a miss here. Um, Trey Lance, obviously a hit on ADP. Um, I got some bags on some guys who are questionable. TDP, Jameson Williams. TDP, um, TD, the thesis behind the TDP play is still there. Yeah. It's interesting. These three guys are right next to each other. They kept they kept five running backs, though, the 49ers did. Amon Ra feels good. Brandon Ayuk feels like some big yeah. hits in ADP reasons. Um, do you have any sweeping takeaways from yesterday? Like, it, it's not the real cutdown day for anyone wondering. Like, uh, next, like, Tuesday is when we'll get the full rosters like there's still some guys like rojo still could get cut 
I don't think that's happening, but it could. Um, but do you have any takeaway? Like, it doesn't really seem like we got that much actionable info. No, the 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 most actionable. I I actually think the most actionable thing, and I'm I'm not even just pumping my own bags here, but the Patriots only kept three running backs and four wide receivers. Galaxy brain, and feel feel free to tell me I'm an idiot. So they kept three running backs, but one of them is Ty Montgomery, and they only kept four wide receivers. What if they're playing Ty Montgomery in his old role that he played for the Packers, where he was like the third down back, but also a slot wide receiver? To me, it it the way that they're doing this, and they're probably going to get one of um, they're probably going to get one of Hines or whatever on uh, or not Hines Harris on on the practice squad or whatever. I think they feel good about Ramondre. I think I think that's one of the like. I think they're just feeling really good about Ramondre, basically. Um, I have not been chasing Ramondre into the eighth round. Um, you can see I have quite a bit in the 120s of him across all sites. Um, Damian Harris is a guy I haven't taken as he falls. Ty Montgomery is not a name I've clicked. Definitely not on the sites where he's listed as a wide receiver, which I believe he is on DK, but on drafters, he's listed as a running back. Um, and I was drafting Ty Montgomery last year, kind of like the same play, and maybe it is a better play this year. But, you know, part of me thinks, hey, the Patriots want to run the ball. They're a team we want running backs from. Part of me thinks they could be terrible, and, like, all these running backs could flop. Like, um Ramondre, I think, is good. I had 23% in BBM3 last year. I was just like, I don't care. The narrative, the popular narrative is like, you can't draft rookie running backs with the Patriots. And I just think all narratives like that are stupid. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, Pierre Strong is probably that guy from Well, he did not look year. good in preseason, I believe, right? But they were uh, saying he looked good in training camp. So it's like, how many snaps did he even play in preseason? You know? People want to see uh, Zeke from me low <laughs> i think he's better on drafters too. better 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 pick uh better pick on drafters. also pretty low uh shakir i'm gonna guess is pretty low i like i like shakir nine percent um kelsey at 13 percent uh probably better play on drafters too than bbm3 um slightly where we don't have to worry about breakdown um on drafters Cordell Patterson you can see like again big bag on him because I don't have to worry about him being old and breaking down you know like yeah, old just, old guys old guys are old guys and 20-man rosters where like if he gets hurt in the second half of the season or whatever it just matters incrementally less all right, name a name a player or two more, Davis, and then we'll jump into the draft. Anyone you're what is your what is your elite quarterback? Uh, exposed like what led to Mahomes, Allen, Hurts, etc. etc. Can I just sort it by quarter? Oh, here we go, quarterback. Um, so here it is. I'm pretty even on underdog. Um, I think because I've done a lot of drafts with you, I don't get much Mahomes one on Mahomes. That's not how I feel about it. I have, and I have to be clear, I have big bags on Mahomes, Lamar, um, in higher stakes leagues so looks like i've played like some of the elites and a lot of the late guys um you know not the not the cutest group yeah Wentz. Uh, Wentz. that's a good that's a that's very good lance bags yes definitely big on lands big on the josh allen too which is we'll see how that plays out. i think he should be qb1 again uh people wanted to say London. Definitely have a lot of London across sites. Um, and there's some players that I like like, and I'm surprised that I'm a little lot light on. Like Tony is a guy, I think it's just because his ADP jumped real quick. Um, anyways, pretty cool peek at the exposures. I'll release a video for my underdog ones. Davis, let's jump in this. Are you ready? I am I am ready and I, I love that people are are chasing the overlay here. Got you know four more. Oh, Eric, Gabe Davis was like top of the exposure list, so rewind the video a little bit. It Did uh, you get it, in? it it logged me out. No. No, I'm are you are you in already? Yeah, let's do another one. 
Okay. Let's either do another one or you and I can split this and I can uh Sure, sure. You let's, do you want Yeah, let's we we've done these all we've done these all separately. Let's do this one. Let's do this all right, one. Let's do together. this one together, putting the minds together. We pulled the 107. Um it's a 95 for me, so I'll just uh I'll just um send you this team in a tweet after so we know. Yeah. Yeah, that that works for me. It it'll be it'll be a, it'll be interesting. I mean, this will be a good trial run cuz we are going to be we are going to be drafting a team together with Kyle next week. Absolutely. Good trial run. Um This is a good question, Saga Pants. I'm trying to figure that out. I have two weddings, week 1 and week 2 of NFL, so that's rough for starting the DFS. I I'd be open to working with a company um and getting hired by someone. I've not made any moves to make that happen. Um, but we'll see. And I'm going to be firing in those DFS streets and we'll see how the first month goes. You know, if we torch off a bunch of money, maybe we scale back a little bit. Um, cause I'm going to play be, that 4k Millie maker and just try to run pure. Going to be, going to be, uh, going to be firing at the, at the Thunderdome and just being like, why am I not winning everything? My teams are so sharp, you know, and I would guess I have like a sharper edge to begin the season, just being in the best ball streets. Like, just play your best ball players. You know? you know, sometimes, sometimes that can be, uh, it can, it can be, it can kind of be the reverse where we're so wed into what we've been thinking of these players for six months. And sometimes the DFS bros who have been grinding major league baseball sims, you know, they come in and they just see the data and they're like, you know, why is player X chalk when he's got this like really questionable role or whatever? Totally. Um, yeah, I could see having a fresh and, and, and also those guys have more data of like, what historically has been good early. Um, I I don't know. I feel pretty good about the week one slate. It's always good when the Bills are off the main slate because it means I'm not doing 150 Josh Allen lineups. Makes me get a little bit more. Different. I haven't even I haven't even looked at anything for week one. I know that Wandale is minimum salary and that Juju is like 5,200 or something. Juju's so 52 um and Mahomes is 7500 so like I got my week one Mahomes is 77 I'm I'm not doing that yeah I mean so like CMC that's obviously 80, like CMC obviously 8500 like uh five percent on Mahomes in week one when everyone's has spent all offseason fucking blowing Justin Herbert is that's like feels feels like well, a good and spot. the Cardinals could have the worst defense in the league so yeah. um so guys if you're not chasing the overlay you're a fish promo code Chesleyum or promo code Davis will get you up, up and running. Um, and guys, do me a favor and smash that subscribe button. We're trying to get to a thousand subscribers before the weekends. We're at 900. I got that over Zet bump. He had me on. Um, I'd like to go Eckler here. Eckler. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Easy. We got, we got a, we got a squirrely, we got a squirrely one in here. Joe Mixon, 106. Ooh, we like to see that. His second team, too. We do. We do like, you know, it's just very important for us to chase all the EV that we can possibly chase, bud. Every time someone in your draft makes a bad pick, it's better for you, right? Ab hey, absolutely. Uh, you know, my, uh, this is, uh, I, I'm wondering where you are at on this. I just am right now, I'm going into every draft trying to get Kyle Pitts. I've just decided I want Kyle Pitt. Like, I want, I just, I want to end up, and I obviously I only have 14 more BBMs, but I am just trying to smash Kyle Pitts in. So this season, I had a big bag on Kyle Pitts last year, and maybe that's why I'm gun shy because what I'm hearing is like literally everyone on Twitter. So like everyone being influenced by content creators loves Kyle Pitts too. So like contrarian brain a little bit is like, look, I can be different from sharp people by just literally drafting anyone, but Kyle Pitts in the third round. The other, the other thing is Kyle Pitts can bury the um, field, but taking him could also bury you where you're missing out on that round three wide receiver on, on AJ Brown, T Higgins, Michael Pittman. Yeah. Like, like you could be, Williams. you could be at like if Kyle Pitts averages 12 points per game, you are but the so the the safety net though is that 12 points a game for a tight end is still pretty good so you're in a lot of the time in 2v2 yeah, versus your opponent fine. not for drafters though Definitely. no no that's that's true 100 that's true yeah um 
I would like to go Jones or Kamara. Kam- yeah, Kamara. Kamara. All right. Yeah. We don't have to worry about the suspension as much. Um, I am a little bit more Jones over Kamara, but I'm uh, d- like, you know, cutting hairs there. Yeah. And then we're um, going to take Kyle Pitts when he comes back around. Yeah, that's fine. You know, he, it just seems like everyone is doing that. And I do believe a little bit. Hey, make, bit. make a note. If this team banks, you owe me, you owe me half of $250,000. I'm going to send you the team in the chat so we can look at it. Um, and then okay. we'll just know Chess Liam 94. Chess Davis, Liam. Was, Davis was born in 94. So good year for him. Not true. <laughs> I know that's not true. I just we're turned. The, I just same turned, age, brother. We're the same age. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I just turned thirty, man. How fucking washed. I'm thirty in October. Um, the I was gonna say something else. I don't even remember now about uh, pits. I feel, but whatever. Um, love this start by us for drafters. I think this is how we should be doing it. And then sometimes I like. Sometimes in drafters, I like to have a my flex filled by both wide receiver first, but also a, a running back. I'm comfortable in the flex. Yeah, um, you love to have a starting lineup. It's like your favorite thing. Hey, man, it's how uh, it's how these are built. I think on drafters. Uh, of course, of course, I was inverted. Just smashed, just smashed Kyle Pitts. Breaking. Yeah, breaking I know. I like it. Talk him up. Make him on it. Kyle Pitts over Mark Andrews is wrong. No, it's not. It's wrong, dude. Oh, how I many? Say, I how many? This. How uh, many times do you think the Ravens are gonna throw? How much did? How many points did Delaney Walker score that Marcus Mariota season? Because like he, an insane amount, an yeah, insane like that, amount. Like if Kyle Pitts is just it, like, it was like it was like thirteen and a half points per game on like a horrible offense, like a bad low volume offense. Yeah, so it could be like sixteen and a half. But here's the thing: is I think Drake London's really good at football. But that that to me is good for Pitts. That it's to me is good for Pitts. In yeah, no, it is good for Pitts. And that one that one preseason route, everyone's coming their pants over, like where he torched the corner. Yeah, you know, like against like I was that even a starter? Um, big Big Mike. Big Mike, I love Big Mike, man. We're going for touchdowns. I like it. Yeah. After I after I draft a couple teams with rules the- here with some interesting info. Pitts player prop is four and a half touchdowns, nine hundred receiving yards, yards and sixty five receptions. I, I would bet I would bet the over on sixty five receiving yards, and I would. Uh, where is that under on Mark Andrews available? I would like to go book that. You'd like to book under which part of for you for dude for Mark Andrews to get eighty receptions? Lamar's career high in passing attempts is. Three and a full season is 376. He had 382 last year. Counterpoint with their entire defense. Counterpoint. Maybe Rashad Bateman is not as good as everyone wants to believe. And Marquise Brown was really good. And it's like people are trying to say Isaiah likely is the nuts. The after the the running backs are hurt again. What if I told Uh, you Devin Duvernay is the guy you need in week 17? Then I lose. Good game. You really are not drafting. Du- Do you know about Duvernay, bro? I generally don't draft the wide receivers from teams I think are going to throw like 3,500 yards over the course of a season. You know, But, like- dude, so if you go back and look at some of these secondary shitty guys that they have had and you put their stat line into one guy. So, like, for example, if you put James Proch, Tylen Wallace, Nick Boyle, my- like if you put all their playing time into one guy because guys are not hurt, or even if you go back to Lamar's crazy season in 2019 and you just give that role to one guy, that guy is a smash. If you put yeah. if you put Willie Sneed, Seth Roberts, and Miles Boykins snaps from 2019 together, that guy you want to have in fantasy. Yeah, but you no, last year it was okay. Uh, Ju- you Juju. Go- Juju. I'm Marquise. Or, uh, no, let's do, let's do Hollywood. Wait, well, I am Marquise over Juju, but uh, I like both. And I think Marquise, especially for drafters, I like him in all in all formats. To be clear, um, he's a guy I've usually just said I know better, and like I take him over Waddle, I take him over McLaurin, I take taking him over. taking these guys over Waddle is bad too. I think Marquise over Waddle. 
I mean that that's fine, but that, McLaurin. I mean, McLaurin, that you. I mean not McLaurin, that we need a big no, guy. but I I would book I would book Waddle against Judy Robinson, Cooks, and Deontay. I think. Well, I don't take those guys over. Okay, really. all right. I just don't have that much Waddle in general, which could bury. I mean, I dude, dude, do you like Amon Ross St. Brown? Yes. So Waddle was Amon Ross St. Brown, but for 17 games instead of six games. Well, and, clear, and, like he's, and he's I, younger, bro. I liked Amon Ra. Like, it just seems like the market is deciding Waddle. Like, Waddle could be a silent killer or like a – I don't know. Like, How many rookie wide receivers do you think have ever even got 100 receptions, bro? No, he's a beast, man, and like he wins with speed. He was like the. He's also guy. an insane route runner. I mean, he's just amazing. Yeah, I, he my my, my advice to everyone would be to take advantage of this dip of Waddle going down into the fourth round because he was a third round pick until his hamstring injury thing came up. Like, no, dude, he's going to like the fifth sometimes. It's yeah. I I I am I am smashing Jalen. I think Jalen Waddle. I think he could very reasonably outscore Tyreek if they both are healthy for 17 games. That could happen. You know, I don't disagree with you there. Um, we're we're going to get boxed out of the elite quarterbacks here. That is fine. We can make up quarterback points on the field. And we don't need, like, Ky Kyler is very low. Do you not include Kyler in the elite tier? No, let's go. I would like to go Metcalf or Johnson and risk we get Kyler. Well, no we're not gonna him. we're not gonna get him. So we I will say I will say Deontay. We're not. But we're but we're gonna draft three quarterbacks. Um, these guys all are burning their team if they take a quarterback. These guys have no correlation. Like James Conner and Murray is very thin. No, no, that is because the whole Conner thing is all about touchdown. I think he had five receiving touchdowns last year. It's not that thin. Yeah, I mean it can happen. I mean, Eno, Eno, and Kyler is a stronger correlation. Yes, and I don't know James Conner. I think I'm like at seven percent on this site, um, but I, I, I was I was taking him for you, you. You ever get this thing where another guy getting more expensive makes you take less of a guy? Like when it was James Conner or Ezekiel Elliott, I was taking Conner on like Hero RB teams a lot. But now that I can take Etn. I'm never taking Connor, and I'm just taking ETN. Even though I could have gotten ETN cheap, it, it it makes no sense. It's one of those mental gymnastics things. Yeah, no, there's definitely some things I've had to revisit where it's like, why am I really fading this player? Or um, Akers free-falled. Okay, so this guy just went naked. And honestly, whatever. I told you. I told It's not naked because he can get he can get Rondale well, and Ertz. Murray versus... Um, all right, let me ask a name to you right now. Do you want to do – actually, let's push it one round. I want to take Drake London. You want to take Drake? Over Could Thielen? You... Yeah. Okay, I'm cool with that. Well, well, why, like, why, if, I, if I'm not taking – what, do you just go fifth overall? What about, what about Schultz? How no, Schultz, Schultz is like one of the worst picks in fantasy football. Had 800 yard. You know, I, I think he could easily get that 15 points per game. What if I told you? What percentage of the time do you think Schultz outscores Pitts in a season? Healthy. 15-ish. Maybe. I'd put it at closer. Someone tell me uh, Schultz's, Qbert, pull up Schultz's uh, season log prop. I would bet, I would bet it's like a 40% clip. Dalton Schultz is like a loser, dude. <laughs> The Cowboys fan hating on Schultz is not something I thought. It's like, it's like Dalton Schultz is a fourth-round pick. He's 26. He he just has been a blocker and just kind of ran hot last season due to a combination of things. The offensive line is going to be worse, so the tight ends are going to be asked to block more. I think the Cowboys are just going to be worse. I think they're unquestionably going to be worse substituting Amari out for a third round rookie. How many Who yards do you did you project Dak to throw for and how many did you project Atlanta's combo to throw for? Uh I can pull it up. You could just roughly do it to you. I don't need the I, I I would guess I have it like 3700 4500 if I, if I just if I had to go look. Both of them are within 200 yards of each other? No, no. 3,700 for the Falcons and like 4,500 for the Cowboys, if I had to guess. 
Okay, and then the count like, are you going to be surprised if Schultz is the two until Gallup comes back in that yes. offense? Yes. Schultz, five and a half touchdowns, 700 yards, 64 receptions compared to... I would bet I would bet the under on the receptions. The receptions so, is where I feel like best about. So I, I have the Falcons for 3,775 passing yards. I have the Dallas Cowboys for 4,600 passing yards. I have Dalton Schultz projected for a 15% target share, roughly 87 receptions, 630 yards. I have Kyle Pitts for shit. Are we about to pick? No, we got some time. Okay, I got Kyle Pitts for a 23% target share. Read the, read the private chat I sent you real quick because there's a player I, I want your... Um, and so I have Kyle Pitts for 23% target share, 130 targets, 903 receiving yards, and 7.7 .7 receiving touchdowns. That could be... That's heavy. I'm going to tweak that right now. Kubert says Schultz is projected to get 20 fewer points over the whole season in fantasy. Yeah, but you got to account you got to account for the range and like there's Oh, I like, agree with you, but like it's like it's like it's like this is one of those conversations that feels reasonable from a median but then when Kyle Pitts goes out and is like the third overall pick next year, everyone's like, yeah, that totally No, makes I sense. agree with you. That is in Pitts range and never in Schultz's range. However, let's like I like Schultz a lot this year and it is a bit I would like Schultz if he was going after Hawkinson, let's take Damian Pierce. All right, we're going to take Damian Pierce, taking advantage of the unupdated ADP here. Yeah. Um, Damian Pierce went at the three four turn on my main event last night. Ways because it is total points. You know, it's not playoff format to be taking these big risers, but whatever. We're doing it on a team here because he legitimately goes in like the fourth, fifth round on some of these teams. He went, he went in the three four in my main event last night. I was never drafting any Marlon Mack because Marlon Mack was not good when he was on the Colts. Yeah. There were, um, to, Pierce over Pollard is like, oh, it's tough. I mean, but Pierce for, um, but so do you, do you view Schultz worse that Cooper's been shipped out or better? Worse. I think it's a lot. I think it's a lot easier for a guy who runs his route type to do his thing when, Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup are out there roaming around. If the if the week one wide receiver group, if, if Gallup is not back and Tolbert is not ready, if we're talking about CeeDee Lamb, Semi Fajoko, and Noah Brown as the 11 personnel for the Cowboys, I do not think that is bullish for Dalton Schultz. I think that is bearish for Dalton Schultz. Counterpoint, if the Cowboys do have a battle line with their tackle out, the checkdowns to the line to the tight end are they, pretty they, the Cowboys. The Cowboys and, are elite at throwing to the running backs, and they, you could throw anyone running a go route, and it will take safety coverage. You do not need Amari Cooper running the go route. You could have me running the go route, and they have to respect it. Um, I, think, I we should, think we either go Gibson or Olave. I'm, I'm good. I'm good with Gibson. What do we have for? We well, are do okay. You like Penny Moore or Gibson. I, I like Penny more in uh I like Penny more in like fast start situations. I like I like Penny a lot in the FFPC main event where like if you're 0 and four and you're not scoring points, you're kind of dusted. Let, let's right. I don't care, really. I think I you know it's like it's hard. Penny could smash, but Gibson it's I'm just not, a bet I'm on not the that worried about Penny like smash. I think like more smashes are in the range for Gibson because the Seahawks are going to be the worst team in the NFL. I think they're going to be, I agree with you there, but you don't need to be on a good team at running back. If like, I mean, we took Damian Pierce, like, I mean, we... yeah, but he also is like Damian Pierce. Like theoretically we can dream on him getting some passing down work. Rashad Penny had eight targets last year. I also don't stress these round four round six quarterbacks on this site because we can easily double tap car cousin Stafford. Yeah, but they're gonna be they're gonna be on they're gonna be unstacked though. That doesn't matter as much for the site, and you can backstack everyone except Carr. Yeah, Carr, um, really, and then yeah. you could you can grab two in this range. Dak, I real like I guess this tackle news has people shook. I really do not understand why he's fallen. Well, it matters. 
Yeah, I'm. Well, I Dak, think it's Dak, like, Dak has shown himself to be a quarterback who is very sensitive to the quality of player that he's playing with. When he's missing wide receivers, when he's missing linemen, he tends to be pretty sensitive in terms of results on that, and that makes sense, right? He was a third round pick. He's very, te- he's like very athletic, but not uh, the best decision maker, not the most accurate quarterback in the world. So that makes sense to me. Um. So this range, I think we either take a fifth and final running back because there's no, I think we take a wide receiver to set up for a backdoor stack. Well, that's the thing is like, I, I like wide receivers kind of like, you know, whatever I can, you don't, you don't like, you don't like Traylon. You don't like, I'll do Traylon. I'll do Traylon only, but tier. I mean, I don't know, like Patterson, we could be Patterson done cook done. Um, all right, that's cool. I'm cool with Traylon. I'm in on Traylon. I don't I think we could easily look back. That could be like one of the most obvious things. Like people were afraid of a 32-year-old Woods off injury. Nick Nick afraid of Nick Westbrook Akine. A undrafted free agent, Nick Westbrook Akine. Um, and you know, Austin Hooper. It's like and it, it, if if you heard people talk about Traylon Burks, you would think that this guy was like the next John Baldwin or AJ Jenkins or Dirk Der- Rod. Like he, they they have already declared his career over. Yeah, and he literally only needs to be like sixty percent of AJ Brown. You know, like where I don't know. It's they have to throw the ball to someone. Um, I guess Malik Willis could be. Have you been adding any Malik Willis shares late? any of your team no but in all my dynasty leagues i'm trading for him right now i just traded away justin fields for malik willis in a first i just took malik willis at 13th in a single quarterback in the 13th round in a single quarterback startup Uh, when i get locked out a late quarterback on dk sometimes i add willis um because i have been going like ritter mariota combos but now sometimes i go like mariota willis or um all right so let's take our flavor of choice at quarterback rogers because we can get watson watkins cobb all right yeah much easier to backstab than backstack you gotta take you gotta take matt collins and foster moreau and amir abdullah well you could just take yeah i mean you don't really need car stacked because his pieces are so expensive um you know where you prefer it obviously like i i like car to have more fantasy points than rogers but you know, mm, probably not, right? How many yards did you project Carr for? Uh, a lot more than normal, probably. I, just I mean, it's hard to project efficiency. Like projections are not going to hit the. And my uh, my stuff is also. I mean, I didn't build it. Our our devs built it. I just do the inputs, right? So like some of it, I like no, like it is, it is updating based off of like performance. So it gets a little, it's going to be a lot better in terms of like rates and stuff in season. Um, I have Derek Carr projected for too low. I need to up his passing attempts. I, I have them. I have them too. I have him for 4,100 yards right now. I need to change that. I think they're better than the Broncos on offense. I don't think they're better than the Broncos on offense, but it would not surprise me if that was true. Like, I, I think at median, as I expect them to play right now, I think the Broncos are better. But I that that is a strong take weekly held. Yeah. And Renfro's a guy who we could, like, could again be wide receiver 15, and we're like, God damn it. Like, I, again. I would be very surprised by that. Every have you seen these like clips of like if they if they're talking if about they, him and he's like Hunter Renfro is a dog and I mean he wild, does have that dog in him no that, no doubt about that Hunter Renfro has that dog to in get him. To, like he could score ten touchdowns just because the routes he runs like he always is open in the end zone um I don't know but there's players like Renfro that you can get late uh, I mean it's like Matt Collins. Um, Cousins is not backdoorable. Do you want to go white and be done? No, why don't we take... Or Fields? Yeah, Fields. Fields Fields gives us a little bit of upside, right? Rogers that's, is our, that's two Rod- week 14 quarterbacks. Do you want to go three? Well, we're going to take three. Okay, we're going to take, we're, we're take Pickett or Wentz. If, if Fields had a week 13 buy, I would say let's stop at uh, two. Yeah. 
Okay, I just I just tweaked my stuff a little bit, and I've got yeah, I've got Carr up to forty five hundred yards, which feels much more accurate. I mean, he threw for like what, like forty eight hundred. We were expecting the defense to be bad again, and yeah. I think he just ran cold on touchdowns last year. And Devontae Adams should fix that. Well, or or a healthy season of Waller should fix exactly, that. yeah, that too. Um, That's what I think is under discussed about the Renfro stuff is him and Waller are going to occupy the same part of the field and. They are working on a mega contract extension. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not shading Hunter Renfro. I think Hunter Renfro is really good, and I think there are some obvious reasons why we are predisposed to think he is maybe uh, a one-year wonder or whatever. I think he's solid, but Waller and Adams are like Adams is a first ballot Hall of Famer, and Waller is maybe the best receiving tight end in football. Well, Kyle Pitts, you have to say is because he's a wide receiver, but yeah. Um, I mean, uh, Waller is better than Pitts right now. Yeah. Um, Fields, I don't know. It's like I have some shares of him, you know, always take shares of Konami quarterbacks. Could smash, could fall in his face. Buddy, he looked, uh, he looked, he looked good. He uh, did look good again. Which I was expecting him to look, he looked so bad. Well, he looked so bad in the first preseason game. And so it was just, it was like, anytime Fields does something, it's not even so much a reminder for me. It's like, I want the team to remember that he can do that shit. You know what I mean? It's like, I want, I want his coaches to remember is, is, uh, are you cool with dubs here? Yes. I'm cool with dubs here, but is Komet gone? Uh, yes. Okay. Or Dobbs, or I don't, guys, I don't it's, know how to say it's, it's Dobbs, but do not the, listen to me for how to pronounce names. Dubs, Dubs sounds cooler. Um, Dub sounds cooler, like you're throwing up that dub. No, Dubs is cooler. Um, I'm finally, I'm finally running this filter I meant to run earlier of rookie fantasy points per game. What do you mean? Because we were talking about Waddle earlier. Oh yeah. So what he, what do you average like 17 or something? Something really nice. That's what I that's But what he kind of what like it's such a fine line of benefiting from competition and then like he benefited from a lack of speed on the offense from everyone else. Sure. Except for Gasecki, right? Yes. I I suppose, but he also had 15.3 fantasy points per game, which is like as a rookie, which is Better than Keenan Allen, better than AJ Green, better than that legendary Juju season, better than Keyshawn Johnson, better than Mike Williams, like better than CD Lamb, better than AJ Brown, better than Tyreek. Well, like, how many of those guys got Tyreek Hill to be next to them the next year? I think that's bullish. I am choosing to view that as a bullish indicator. Yeah, no, it could be. It could and off also I mean almost everything, everything in fantasy football is like a, from a certain Dude, point of Dolphins view, right? Dolphins could be a 13 win team. They could yes. be a seven win a seven win team. Yes, yeah. totally. I think so much of it depends on like uh, like is Tua good or not. And I think one of I think, the most actionable cuts was um Sony Michelle. Yes, Mostert. Mostert's been going in like the tenth sometimes in drafts now. Um people are in there. Yeah, Which, I mean, I have some Mostert not as much as I would like. I think I have a 16-team dynasty league with 30-man rosters. So like you can imagine how fucking disgusting it is. <laughs> and I play with all these boomers as my dad and his buddies. It, we've been we've been doing it for like 15 years. And I have every great. I have I have like eight of the top 15 dynasty wide receivers. Like I can't start Mike Evans in this league. He's not good enough. But my Raheem Moser is my running back one because these boomers every year. Every I got Traylon Burks at the fifteenth overall pick. You want to go uh, Watson or Osborne? Watson for the for the stack. Okay. Well, Osborne gives you two divisional games, and Watson. Watson yeah, I mean, correlates. Watson is the guy we could look back on, and he fell so much, and it's like mashes the like, thirty I mean, the thirty fourth overall. I believe that's the highest a Packers wide receiver has ever been drafted since Rodgers was the quarterback. We either just drafted the Packers wide receiver one and wide receiver two or the Packers wide receiver three and wide receiver four. Well, for the first, for the first week of the season, we drafted their wide receiver four and five. Uh, I I would expect Watson to be a healthy scratch in week one. Seems like they're protecting him, man. Like he, he's been practicing. Like they, they want him to be a piece, I think. 
Money, um, Robbie, week 17 does not have, help us for drafters where it's a cumulative points format. Okay, so. Christian Watson was pick 34. The last wide receiver they drafted that high. Yeah, he is the... He is the highest drafted Packers wide receiver since Jordy Nelson was the 36th overall pick in 2008. Oof. Um, I got a couple guys I'd like to go here. Have you been watching Hard Knocks? No. This is my first year I've kind of watched. No, I've never really. It's just it's like I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't. Hard Knocks. Well, it's just Dan Campbell's such a pool, and also yeah. the Hard Knocks bump you're seeing in. Best ball drafts is it like Amon Raw is strictly bumping up because of hard knocks. Uh no, it's because he's good. No, it's also hard knocks. Like he you give one blurb. I wanted to go Nujoku. I think we go Moster. You cool with that? Uh we need a tight end. What's the what's the tight end room looking like? We're gonna go four, dude. We're yeah, we're go we're we're not gonna go four, but we can take we can take Moster. Yeah, it's just like splitting hairs here. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't love this zero tight end construction. I know you do. I don't. Although, I mean, it's so it's like I like this better in the playoff sites where it's like all that matters is if you ping pong the tight ends correctly, like if the distribution is useful to you, but. Like, we could be losing to Kelsey teams by, like, 100 points at tight end. Or, oh, or Okay, or, but, like, that that's why I wanted to take Schultz. But you, when you don't want to take Schultz, this is what we end up with. Buddy, Schultz is not different to me than fucking Tyler Higby. You are on crack. No, uh, I'm not. No, I agree with you. Higby, Higby Dalton, be- Dalton Schultz. So, Dalton Schultz, last season, everyone loses their mind. 78 receptions, 808 yards, 8 touchdowns. Tyler Higby, all-time disappointing season last year, loses to him by 200 yards and five touchdowns. Like the Schultz shit is out of control. Is out tight end six, 70th overall for this guy? No, he's Gary Barnage, dude. Remember Gary Barnage? Hawkinson and Goddard. You think you think also Hawkinson is just as bad? I think if Hawkinson was if Hawkinson was 15 picks cheaper, I'd be into him. What about let's get your tight end? What about uh, Knox and Ertz? Knox Knox is a good price because Knox is going to play every down. I have so much Knox. Yeah, Knox is good. Ertz seems bad to me. They drafted his replacement. Rondale is is they have no choice but to play Rondale. One of the what about what about this range? This is the range where I take guys, right? This is this is where it's like yeah. And what I'm trying to say is like if you wait for the last three or four rounds. Those guys are probably not that di- like okay. You can convince yourself on some names here. Komet, yeah, they're they're not Njoku. that different than Dalton Schultz. I agree. Yeah, I mean, you can convince yourself these guys aren't that different than Schultz. Like, dude, you would be you would be floored if Dalton Schultz had a thousand receiving yards. No, that's what I'm expecting. That's what you're, Liam. You're so full of shit, dude. They franchise tagged him. They franchise tagged him because Blake Jarwin had like a career-ending knee injury, and they can't go into the season with two UDFA's as their tight end. The Cowboys, the Cowboys are in a horrible spot. There. The Cowboys are in a horrible spot money-wise, so they have to do all kinds of non-optimal money things. They just traded away Amari Cooper, who's making less than Christian Kirk for a fifth-round draft pick because they are so hard up for salary cap. Well, money. they're idiots. Uh, so let's take Tunyon. Tunyon, yeah. You know the point is, I like you can't you can't use a, you can't. I'm a tight end whisperer. I'm going to tell you historically. I hit oh tight yeah, because you drafted no, you get because Noah Fant won you the stupid. I million miss. Dollars. I miss on. I miss on some running backs, but I've had some. You know, I had some. Uh, who's the backup in Jacksonville now? Dan Arnold had quite a bit of him. Dan Arnold is is like the tight end five by all reports this year. Well, la- I know this yeah. year. Yeah, I know. But last year he was a good pick. You know. Um. Yeah, I think things got better, man. I'm okay being on. The I'm not saying school. I'm not. He he also <laughs> used to be cheaper. To be clear, he used to go. I'm not. I'm not saying like it's like okay, like maybe like I guess maybe this is what I'm saying in general. I'm not gonna get fucking. I'm not losing two million dollars this year because Dalton Schultz beat me. I just am not like of all the things there are to be worried about. I am not. I'm worried way more about like 
Ezekiel Elliott finding the fountain of youth and burying me than I am, or I'm, I'm worried about Derrick Henry burying oh, me. The touchdowns week 17 against the well, Titans. Yeah, but that is uncontrollable. I'm not, I can't control for that. Well, I looked at a crystal ball. I'm just telling you, you gotta have, you gotta have some vibes in the best. Liam, I, I like doing shows with you. Cause I, I agree with most of the guys I do show with shows with on lots of things. Like I disagree with Reeves too. Like we just play the game in such a different way, but I, I enjoy disagreeing with people. Yeah, no, I mean, look, and I, I think generally we agree about most things, but there's some things that y- you and I, uh, yeah, player, player takey stuff. Let's skip on Hooper. I think we can. Yeah, no, no point. Um, let's take Tannehill. You want to do Tannehill or like? I, I like I I. Well, let's do. Well, we no, can do Wentz. You like you, you like we you like have Wentz. to do Tannehill. Okay, sure. But the thing that feels bad about Tannehill is week 14, where we need those points to win this contest, he could not be playing. Yes. That's actually, I, I hadn't even made that connection. But yeah, Tannehill's way better in this format than in the playoff formats. Yeah, no, but he's not for our team where we, like, you You cannot take a 0-1 week and still win this contest, I think, at QB. Yeah. Unless literally everyone else is nutted on our team. Um. Oh, this is a this is a good question for the champ. How many good picks out of your roster? What percentage have to be good picks to win a million? What's the lowest number? I've been thinking like, about this a lot lately. And if you look back at my team, that is not a team full of stars, right? That yeah. one. My yes. like, let's talk about the. I mean, the Pete, stars. Pete, Pete, and and Bindford were saying the same thing. They were looking at the team like it's kind of just a boring. Dude, like I have like yeah. Chase Claypool, Amari Cooper. Like these were guys who were like not big. Like the the stars on my team: Taylor, uh, Chase, Josh Allen. And then you could, you know, whatever. If you want to say Aaron Jones, Damian Harris, um, Amon Ra, obviously, and Penny were stars late, but like it was yeah, not the, a Amon, a Penny and Amon Ra are why you want a million dollars. Yeah, exactly. It. And that speaks to like every round is important, but also it was not a team that was like you could conceivably last year have built a team that goes like that Taylor. was nutted, nutted, nutted out. Yeah, right? you could have had a team like Devontae Adams, Tyree, Connor Fournette, Cup, Debo, Andrews. Now, Chase, we have, we have to remember, Chase, we have to remember last year, COVID hit the playoffs. Could happen again. And the weeks right before the playoffs. Yeah, like the COVID Ke- hit Keenan the Allen missed a game. Like a bunch of fantasy stars he, missed games. Injuries too. Yeah. To Fournette and Connor. And I, I was also thinking about this. What percentage of sharp drafters were drafting dead teams because they were taking Fields and Lance? Like the the correlation between Me? people. Dude, I had like twenty percent of both. Well, I was just I was just thinking about that yesterday. Like there were a lot of people I would consider sharp whose teams were dusted because they had Trey Lance on them. Well, and, and they, that's what happens in these echo chambers is we all convince ourselves on one player, a la Pitts, and if that player busts, we we got to get a tight end. Um, I like Logan Thomas the most out of this. Group. I like Mo Ali Cox the most. But I would go Hooper to go with Tannehill if you want. Sure, that's fine. Whatever. Want to do Hooper? Yeah. And see who makes it back to us. Sure. I do not like Hooper straight up more than some of these tight ends. Um, I like Conklin. I like Mo Ali Cox, man. Like he's out on the field, but he's he's not catching any fucking balls. <laughs> you know? What if he is though? I mean, what if what if like, I mean no Jack Doyle? No, no, no. I mean, I'm just saying like this preseason, like it seems like they're forcing looks to Alec Pierce. They want him to get some looks. Um well, Cox could do it. Yeah, I mean, I they 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 totally know what they have in in Mo Ali Cox, right? He, he does. Mo Ali Cox doesn't need to show. It's his fifth year with the team. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we'll get back to Mo Ali Cox to to close the point on your question. You know, like oh, you might actually for playoff format contests, you might not want to like if you have a super team, you're not you. Yeah, I I dis I disagree with this. No, no. If you have a super team, you're competing against other super teams. And so, from DFS perspective, whatever, like, yes, that team can win, but you need to have the best of the super teams. But if you can just... Like, that is no different, theoretically, than having the best shitty team. It's no, it is no different. Because you're... Yeah, you're, yeah, you're having, like, the team that can just make it... The team that can string along the stars. Like, I, needing... I try to, build, to be clear, I try to build super teams, too. I think you try to draft shitty teams. I think you try to draft as many shitty teams that can advance as possible. I try... I like, I like to think... My 
Question with best ball always. Uh, okay, let's get a guy here. I mean, the overlapping buys at our tight ends. I like I like Janu. Janu Janu has been has been playing a ton. I like Tyler Conklin straight up over both. That's fine. Whatever. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go to the grave arguing with you about Tyler Conklin versus Johnny Smith. Um, wide receiver wide receiver is totally flat now. They're, all yeah, the good I, guys I are gone. We got dusted there. There's this unique dynamic now where all the best round 16 through 20 picks in every format are running backs now. Yes, and also tight ends um, and, yeah. and quarterback. It's it's never wide receiver though. Like you got to be you got to be done at wide receiver by like the thirteenth round. There are some names I like on this list, and uh, what are you trying to do with our last two picks? Two wide receivers or one running back and one wide receiver? Probably one of each. Yeah. Or one wide receiver and another tight end if it's like literally dead area. Yeah. Or a little Malik Willis. I'm I'm bummed that I've been drafting Dearness Johnson a good bit the last couple weeks, and I'm bummed that it looks like they're just keeping all the guys. They're keeping Ford. They're keeping Dearness. They're keeping Hunt. They're keeping. Let's see what happens at the trade deadline with that team. Don't you seem like they could be like a a seller? I mean, but the the rumor has been this whole time that Kareem Hunt and Dearness Johnson were both going to make because because Dearness Johnson did not want to play on his restricted free agency tender. Um, yeah, no, I mean, and also like they, Jerome Ford, I want to say like, that yes. guy looked good. Too. They spent a, they spent a fourth round pick on him and the Browns do not get rid of draft picks, even if they suck. Like Anthony Schwartz sucks, but they spent the pick on him. Ultimately, so they're riding with him. They have one of the best O-lines in the NFL. So drafting running backs from teams with the best O-lines in the NFL is always going to pay out well. Like, look, maybe Johnson's not the guy. Maybe it's Chubb. Maybe it's Hunt, whoever. But you should you should be taking pieces on the best O-line for teams that are going to need to run the football. They're not going to go into any game and be like, we're going to win a shootout. No, I mean, I, I, I get it. And I still like those guys, but I, I'm not going to be taking them like every time. Also, wind out of the sails on Eno, too, because Daryl made the it's team. still there? Yeah. But that's a guy like that's what I'm kept, saying. Like they kept five. They kept five the running backs too. On Tuesday, because they yeah. could cut. They could cut Daryl. Um, I, I thought. I thought yesterday at four p. Well, yesterday at four p.m. You just had to be down for fifty three, but your week one roster didn't need to be finalized. I guess. A lot of people have said that that like things change. They try to they they cut veterans to try to add them back. Um, they do injury report stuff. So if we go running back here, I have a name that we should take. And that is uh, Hilliard. Yeah, I like Amir Abdullah more. You don't like the correlation, the pass down guy with Tannehill? I just no, because they they're another team. It's like we don't know if he really is the guy. I Zach Moss too. If you want to, I'm a more pill. convinced Hilliard than Abdullah, but I do draft both. All right, let's take Hilliard. Whatever it correlates. It correlates. He should be the third. It will not surprise me if Hilliard catches four balls to start the season, like week one. And then also contingent value. Um, yeah. It also like look, I I I cooled off on taking Haskins, but it wouldn't surprise me if he's the dude too. Julius um, Chestnut. Julius Chestnut, sure. It's like literally the first time I heard that name, I was like, "That's not real." Like someone's just someone's pranking me. <laughs> um, Davis could use a nap. Hey, man, it's 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 hard work grinding these best ball streets. Yeah, I mean, dude, I'm getting, I'm, it's, it's that point of the year, bro. Like, I just, like, I no, just, feel, I had big burn. I feel, bur I feel burnt out. I had big burnout a week ago, and I'm going to hate my life doing ten DKs at the same time. But this new monitor, it's gonna pick me up. And we, I've been, I've been like, um, like since I got back from the honeymoon, I've been like totally back on like my health and and like mental well-being shit like I'm meditating every day I'm doing the sauna like I'm I'm doing I'm trying to take care of my brain enough to get me through this last little bit just because it's fucking like I and obviously no one I'm close there I, but because part of my chest channel is going to be like a fitness uh kick too where I like I just legitimately believe that's good for your life and I've not been really working out too much but I was sick. I'm feeling better now. I feel like I'm coming close here. All right. So let's, uh, we're going to get, we're going to slam a wide receiver on this team. Yeah. 
I have some names I like. Let's not mention anyone until... I think there's one clear name. I'm interested to see if you have the same guy. Okay. I, I dis actually I already disagree with the guy you're gonna say. And I <laughs> and I and I think my guy's better. There's two names I like. I would like to go and we're gonna have to talk about this quick. I would like you, to go Aguilar. Oh, okay. Aguilar is who I wanted. I thought you were gonna say Kyle Phillips, and I was gonna have to argue for Aguilar. Phillips makes sense from correlation, but I mean, I don't know, man. But I think we should do Aguilar. Aguilar Spike Weeks, bro. Spike Weeks could be the one who fucking knows with that team. Um, all right, dude. We just drafted $250,000 if Tannehill's still playing week 14, which I have my doubts, but could happen. Could happen. Uh, Crazier things have happened. Let me print screen this, and I'll send it to a tweet to you so we know what this squad looks like. Uh I'll send it in the in the DMs to you. Um, what do you want to tell the people, Davis? Until you know, we get out just, of uh, I I would say you you are much more likely to have regrets by not drafting teams right now than just take like I know it. I know it is. You're getting you're getting. I'm getting tired, bro. I'm yawning on the stream, but. This is this this like 15 days of the year that we're in right now where we know who is on the team and who's not on the teams and we have depth charts and it looks like there's going to be overlay in everything other than maybe the DK5 dollar. I don't um, know, dude, have you been looking at my my tweet with me updating the overlay? Yes. DK's not going to overlay. Underdog yeah. I this weekend is just uh, underdog underdog will not meet the traditional definition of overlay which is your rake is paid. But I don't know if they're going to get to 100% full. I'm not sure either, but they're doing like a percent a day right now. Um, and the weekend could really. And I wonder if I wonder if they do like a promotion, like if you draft five teams, get a team free, something like that, you know? Yeah, there's going to be, dude, they're, like the. Yeah. What, if, what, be what if Nelson Aguilar is the guy you need weeks one through 14? I've kind right. of been drafting that way. I've been, I've been like, once it became clear that like once Tyquan Thornton got hurt, my immediate response was. Eglor's the only guy on that roster who can do the same job. I still think Taekwon's a good pick for playoff formats. It's the same thesis of me drafting Jeff Wilson post-injury last year. Like, he's going to play football this year. Um, but, like, he's been drafted at a high clip anyway, so you're not getting that unique. Um, I, on your closing point, I really agree if you have the financial funds and you're just experiencing burnout from your use of time. Like, yeah, should, I mean, obviously, don't don't fucking take out. But if you, a, but if you like, do not feel like you're missing out, and you need to get this action. Yeah, down. don't 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 go to SoFi and get a ten thousand dollar loan to leverage yourself on on best ball tournaments. I would not recommend that. No, that's not not what Davis was saying. This is my this is my job, and and I like if I lose, I can write a lot of this stuff off. So don't don't do what I do. Uh, and I won a million bucks last year, so or this year. Uh, how, guys, how tilted are you going to be if you lose money on best ball season this year, dude? I could lose a lot of money on best ball season. Let me tell you that. You know, well, I, I, I mean, I don't know how long you have been gambling. It's just like sometimes you feel like a really experienced gambler to me, but then it's like you also think you have this insane edge in best ball, which I think you probably have a little bit of an edge, but not nearly as much of an edge as you. Yeah, as your, you, as your on air persona. I'm an optimist. Um, I'm incentivized to gamble this year. Tax reasons. To yes, a hundred percent. Yes. You know, like and brand well, reasons, right? And, and Davis, you need to understand something about me. I try to write Disney stories, right? We're trying, we're trying to sell us. Uh, you know, like if this sure. was poker and I won, I would have been set for life. I would have been staked forever. Best ball takes a little bit more. Got to go back yes. to back. Totally you know? different. Like I'm trying to ship the DK five 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 for two hundred fifty k. Like that sure. seems feasible enough. Got some good teams in there. Half of the teams are auto drafted, um, and so it's just like I'm gonna IKB that shipping a Millie maker. We're gonna try, brother, and but you know that's obviously tough. Um, but you know, I gamble responsibly too, and who knows? You know, bink bink the Millie Maker Week One DraftKings. Uh, we're set. We're set straight, for the year. Straight, straight to the top of the charts. Straight to the you know, like imagine the engagement on that man.
I I literally cannot. And to end the season and then start the season, woo! We're trying to write Disney stories. Um, all right, Davis, it's been a ton of fun doing these drafters with you, man. Hopefully, you guys have been eating this overlay. Um, we may or may not do one next Wednesday. I might be in Vegas. I might be in England. Davis and I and Kyle Dvorak are going to be doing a main event on Tuesday. We might stream that. We might just do a pre-recorded video. We'll talk about I'm that. I'm good. I, I have not streamed a main other than with Pete and Pat. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm indifferent. I think well, it's good. I think it's good both ways. Like, I mean, obviously you have, you can't, you can't broadcast your picks or anything. Um, you have to be a little bit more nuanced. You got to be a little bit more nuanced. Whereas like I, you know, I did one last night with Evan and Pat and Reeves and JJ, and we could just be like, we want to take this guy. We want to and we can set our queue. And yeah. And the other thing is like when you're streaming, sometimes people just want to take a pick to fuck with you just because they think it's like funny, yes. <laughs> you know, like, like you don't have to worry about that pre-recording. Anyways, guys, make sure to please subscribe to my channel. Uh, subscribe to Davis's pod if you're listening to this on audio. And, you know, don't, not sure how much content I'm going to do week one DFS. Maybe I'll do some reviews if I hit it big and just disappear if I uh, do not do well. No, just yeah, we, we won't see him. We won't. He, he's out. Yeah. Um, all right, Davis, any closing thoughts from you before we tell the people – Goodbye for now. Dalton Schultz is overdrafted. Don't forget. Oh my God. As a Cowboys fan too, man. Like you could have, you, you could have, this is your CEH of last year. You could have attached your brand to a no brainer, you know, because here's the thing, dude, just like running back opportunity matters at tight end. And who else could you say has the opportunity of a lifetime than Dalton Schultz facing an injured Michael Gallup, Jalen Tolbert, Jalen Tolbert, bad. Jalen Tolbert has the opportunity of a lifetime. Sure, maybe, but maybe it's Schultz who you're getting it at tight end, you know? Um, anyways, hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Dalton Schultz, you should draft in 100% of drafts. Peace out. <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.